Welcome to episode six of The Power of Life, looking at individual sporting backgrounds, experiences. Hope everyone had a good Easter break and you're enjoying the little bit of normality we've got back to as life this week. Today I've got the privilege to talk to ex-GB World Tumbling Champion in 2009 and currently weightlifter as well. Today I'll be talking to Sammy about her self-belief, dedication, sacrifices and her high performance triumphs in gymnastics. How are you doing Sammy, all right? Yeah, I'm well. How are you? I'm very good, thank you. Yeah. How have you kept yourself busy over lockdown and linked to the gym that you usually go to daily? Yeah, well, lots of workings happened for me in all these three lockdowns, I won't lie. Um, and then I've just done a lot of home workouts. I know it sounds really boring, but a lot of body weight, kettlebell, dumbbell. It's not the same as what I get from weightlifting, um, yeah. but it's kind of kept me ticking over. I've had a little bit of a wrist injury, like a bit of tendonitis in my wrist. It's given me time to do some rehab. Excellent. How have you, how have you kept your mindset um, or goals same then, obviously, without being at the gym? Has there been yeah. anything different you've done? It's been, I won't lie, it's been challenging. I bet if you ask anybody, they'll probably feel the same, even without sport. Um, but I had a lot of competitions coming up for weightlifting that I'd qualified for. Yeah. Um, all that have obviously been rescheduled or changed to virtual so I was just trying to keep my body fit and trying to get my wrist better that was kind of my mindset really like yeah. trying to strengthen this wrist so that when I do get back into the gym I'm on like a good program leading up I've qualified for the British Championships in July so that's going to be my big focus now so I kept yeah. that in the back of my mind really in lockdown that I weren't breaking any records during that time but if I could stay healthy and eat well hopefully I'll hit the ground running when I get back but We'll see because my body is so sore after like two sessions back. <laughs> yeah, how have, you, how have you found it going back into into the gym and lifting heavier weights now? Yeah, week? I mean, it's been really good to get back and to see human beings and to feel like I've got structure, um, somewhere to go after work. But I don't think you want, like, it's the impact on your body when you've only been doing more, yeah. like, lower impact things. Um, so I'm definitely feeling sore this week, but like grateful for it, really. <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of people are the same, going back to the gym or a little bit of normality. Yeah. What we're going to do, Sam, we're going to start off with uh, your gymnast background. So yeah. um, a lot of students at the college I currently work at and the one that you've you've been at as well as a yeah. student will be listening to this. So okay. I think it'd be a great insight to speak about basically your mindset and time management when you was down. Yeah. Um, at the local performance centre at Thorns. Yeah. Um, I've got a little bit of idea how much time you spent down there from working down there <laughs> now and again. So I know you spent a lot of time there, but can you tell us how much time you actually spent there training and how intense the training was leading up to yeah. any, any championships? Yeah, definitely. So during my time, I've done two different kinds of gymnastics. So I originally did sports acrobatics where I was quite small. And that's when you're thrown about by somebody else. You've got yeah. a partner to work with. And the training was ex extremely intense when I did that. Um, I would yeah. train at five in the morning before school. My coach would take me to school and then I'd be straight back again afterwards. I think when you are that age, obviously school was very, very, very important and really supportive. But you yeah. are a little bit naive in a way. You think gymnastics is everything. Um, yeah. And then obviously I started tumbling at around 15. So that's like the height of high school and looking to get into college. And that's yeah. when I really had to drill down my time management, to be honest. Um, I had to try and separate gymnastics from school life because otherwise you wouldn't have time for everything. Uh, it's not an easy feat by any stretch of the imagination, but even as a tumbler, I trained for four hours a night. I'd often coach as well, either before or afterwards. Um, yeah. But I'd always make, make time for school. Uh, New College were absolutely fantastic with me. 
I was given yeah. extra free periods when I needed them. They were really, really supportive. And I think for any other athlete that's looking to do a sport along, or even your GCSEs, having the school or college's support makes such a difference. Um, in terms of my mindset, I knew I weren't letting anybody down, either yeah. at gymnastics or at school. You've got to find that healthy balance where gymnastics means a lot, but my education was really important to me as well. Um, I loved learning. I loved being at school. I loved college, uni. Yeah. So I'm very glad that I did sacrifice the time that I did. So I would take schoolwork to competitions with me if I needed to. I remember yeah. being at my world championships in 2009. I was doing work for my, I think it was my A-levels at that point, or maybe AS your first year. Yeah. I was also doing a coaching course at the same time, and it all just came with me, and I made sure that I fitted it in as and when, because gymnastics were a big part of my life, but I also wanted to get into university and do well at college. So, yeah, not an easy fee. Yeah, um, well, ultimately, you're, you're, a college, you're college full-time, you're, you're working yeah. as well part-time, and then gymnastics almost yeah. a full-time role. Um, yeah. So, obviously, managing that, your mindset has got to be very strong. Was there anything else apart from your training as, as, that maybe you had to make sacrifice for, things like your diet as well as, as time? Was diet yeah. quite a big situation for you as oh, well throughout? It was, yeah. Um I mean, I don't, I, you were at Thorns Park quite a lot, but we yeah. got weighed quite a lot. There was a lot of pressure on us to stay small when you could. Um, all the typical things you hear about in gymnastics, yeah. not just to Thorns. Um, so I was probably very strict with myself. I would say a lot of my sacrifices came from spending time with friends. Yeah. Um, I wasn't out at the park. I didn't get to go drinking as much. Even when I was at college, Right, Sam, your next thing I'm going to speak about is um, how much self-belief did you have? So obviously people are so busy like yourself and they do um, a lot of training. People might be telling you that you were good and that you could maybe win something, but how much self-belief did you have in yourself that ultimately you would win um, an honour such as you, you did? Yeah, I think that's quite a difficult one. I think my self-belief came from making sure I was like training the hardest that I could and my preparation was good. I think if you're going to compete at a high level, you, yeah. you kind of want to go there thinking, yeah. you know, I am I am here to compete against the best in the world. Um, especially when I was a junior tumble and I won my world title. Yeah, I kind of went there knowing I had one of the highest difficulties. So if I could hit everything right, then I had a really good chance. Yeah. Um, but it also doesn't mean that it's a given. You have to still really work for it. And then I think when I became senior, I think that's when the self-belief really had to kick in because you know you're up against like the best Chinese in the world. They're probably yeah. like 30 plus. They've been doing it a really long time. You're like a mere 18-year-old that's just moved up. And I think sometimes I have to take a step back in the room and think, right, I am here. They might be better than me, technically. However, I'm still here in the room to compete. Um, so that's kind of where I thought I needed my self-belief because without confidence and without having confidence in yourself, you might get injured anyway in a yeah, sport like gymnastics. I think if you don't have the mentality where you think, I'm going to give this my all and really work hard, everything I've done in training, my diet, the lead up, sacrificing all those things with my friends and, you know, all the time management I've had to put into it, you kind of have got to be fully committed both in your mind and body for it to yeah. come across that way. So, yeah, I think it's a difficult one because I'm the biggest like self-critique at the same time of myself and everyone will probably tell you that now even at lifting or even yeah. in my normal life. Um, but I never walked in the room and thought I was going to fail or thought yeah. I didn't belong there. 
it was always right I've worked really hard so let's commit to this now we're here let's believe in ourselves really and then I'd set off running and out for best (laughs) yeah well I think that's a I think it's a good quality to have and obviously it's proved that it's worked for you with with things that you've won how did you actually feel when you won the title how did you feel you know it's like um one of the moments where it's a bit of a blur um like I'd, I'd hit better tumbling runs than that like it was still great but I made like a a slight error like probably 0.1 off my score if anyone watches any gymnastics or something and I was really concerned that I'd like not done enough and I'd like messed my whole qualification was so good my whole training had been amazing but it was still enough and I was still thrilled but when we're talking about self-belief I still had that like self-criticism where I was thinking you could have done that better but then I was just like overwhelmed with the fact that I'd actually won and um, it was a really surreal moment because it was in Russia as well and everyone was saying, oh, the Russians are going to win and yeah. they even end up on the podium. It was like a lovely little European podium of me, France and Denmark. So it's always like a really fun memory for me of us all chatting yeah. and saying like, we're glad they didn't get on the podium with us. <laughs> like, yeah, really bit bittersweet sweet. in a way, yeah. yeah. But a really great feeling. I think when you get to see your friends and family, I mean, my mum and dad travelled to Russia, which probably isn't high on their holiday hit list. Yeah. Um, and seeing them afterwards and like how excited my dad was for me after because my dad could never really watch he was always really nervous Yeah. and I could always hear my mum shouting uh, so I think seeing my mum and dad and knowing how much sacrifice they'd made for me it's quite an emotional feeling when it all comes together and pays off not just for me but for them as well yeah oh, that's, now we're going to speak about that your family next how important were your family and close people around you at the time of, of that yeah, it's on the most important thing in the world. I think, like, I think my mum and dad sacrificed so much for me. Um, you know, like from the age of seven, I was a gymnast. Then I started yeah. competing in my country at like 2004, so I was really young. I was like probably 10, 11 years old. And they've, I think, of all the competitions they've followed me to and all the weird countries. Yeah. Um, and it's even the little things like the driving to Thorns to drive back to then come back for me again four hours later. I don't yeah, think as a, a child you understand the impact that is on their life. But now I'm older and have like responsibilities. I'm feeling very stressful. Yeah, definitely. Um, and it's the financial side of it as well. Obviously, gymnastics doesn't have a lot of funding. The gymnastics I did not an Olympic sport, so it has very minimal funding. Yeah. So they kind of helped get me everywhere. You know, I did the odd backpacking and my own fundraising, but came from my family and they were the ones that believed in me because they were the ones that continued to support me and put everything into it. So you kind of, you train for them as well. You know that they're fully committed just as you are. Yeah, so definitely. That's really important. Yeah, I totally agree. I think obviously without close family or friends' commitment to you as an individual yeah. or a sports person, then you, you wouldn't yeah. have got to where you was maybe. No, and maybe and even how you are now. Yeah, and like having friends that can support the fact that you're not always going to be around. You know, I always feel like I were that, that girl that just randomly didn't come to school for two weeks yeah. because I'd gone to a competition. And when you're young, you feel like that's the end of the world, like walking back into a classroom and everyone's staring at you. Um, yeah. But I've always had a great group of friends in my life that understand that gymnastics was my priority. Um, yeah. So I do think your family and having friends that understand that you might be absent at times, but you still want to be involved is really important as well. Yeah, definitely. Um, and what, who would you say at the time when you were competing, your inspiration was, so would that be some of the coaches down there I know you spoke about your family but how how big of a part and in your life were the coaches as well yeah obviously I Wakefield Gym Club where I trained at Thorns um the coaching there is renowned for producing world and European champions so 
when they're telling you something to do and you 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 know that the training that you're on is the best in the best in the country um so that's quite an inspiring feeling anyway knowing that you're training at a place that's produced all these incredible gymnasts yeah and when i was a tumbler especially there were always there were a group of older girls that had like been world champion european champion and i loved watching them train you know i wanted to be like them and i think when i went from junior to senior i even got the opportunity to be on a team with a couple of them and i think from watching them and wishing you could be like them to then getting to compete alongside them it's quite special yeah it's really special so definitely a lot of inspiration at wakefield gym club i think there still is now so yeah there is and i think being in that high performance center because that's what it's classed as yeah does that make is that make you as a person just think i want to be at this next level straight away as soon as you walk in or was it something different I think you kind of can feel. I remember when I first went for my trial at Wakefield. So this is when I were a sports acro gymnast. I was very little. Yeah. And I was only at Featherstone, like the local sports and in Featherstone, which was a great little gym club. And they were just like, we can't teach you anything else. Um, and I went for a trial. And I remember the things that I had to do to make this club. And I was thinking, oh, this is the real deal. Like, yeah. I'm really getting, I had like a test to go through. Um, and then, like, the level of conditioning and everything. It was to make you an all-around better athlete, not just yeah, a better definitely. gymnast. Um, so, yeah, the the aura of, comp- like, being around them people, the coaching, the staff, the gymnast, kind of reminds you where you are and that you are in a place where the best in the country have come to train. You know, I had friends when I was a gymnast that moved from down London, down south, to come and train in Wakefield. Yeah. So I think that speaks for itself for how good the gym club and the coaching is. Yeah, definitely. I think just like I said before, being a high performance centre and, and the skill set of it is very important to where you got. Were, were there any mistakes or setbacks that you had whilst you were there that, that maybe made you a little bit stronger or thought next time I'm going to compete then I'm going to I'm going to uh, perfect a certain... So yeah. You said before that you already you already are a perfectionist. So was there anything that, that actually made you a perfectionist? Any setbacks in your, in your um, gymnast life? I think gymnastics is a difficult sport. You know, you can have days where you really hit and days when you don't um and I think we've all messed up over time my biggest I won't say a regret but one of my lessons learned that I'm trying to take forward into weightlifting is to let my injuries heal that's something I didn't really do as a gymnast um I remember training repeatedly on injury on injury and it's just you think you're doing it for the right reasons but actually you're just setting yourself further back so yeah. It's not so much a regret because I've totally learned from it, hence why I've been sensible with my wrist during these lockdowns and things like that, because I know that you've got to play the long game, you've got to look at the bigger picture. But as a gymnast, I just wanted to compete on the highest stage and I wanted to be ready for Europeans or I wanted to make the team yeah. friends. And I think, I mean, I competed days after break, like dislocating my elbow, which was a silly decision to make. But at the time, you just think, I need to yeah. be at Worlds. I've trained this long. I can't believe I've done this a week out. Um, but we all make mistakes and I'm learning from them now. It's something I'm taking with me to be an older athlete in a different sport. Yeah, definitely. That's what I'm going to lead on to next. So I think you did a little bit of CrossFit after you finished gymnastics. What year did you actually, I did, yes. what year did you actually finish gymnastics? Oh, and and that was gonna, it. I'm going to feel really old. Um, nearly a decade ago now. So I finished in 2012. Yeah. Um, I went and did the opening and closing ceremonies for London with some friends. And um, yep. we got to perform in that. And then I'd had a bad ankle for a really long time and been competing on this injury. And it turned out I needed like ankle reconstruction to make it better. Yeah. Um, 
and I went through with it, even knowing it was going to be a long rehab process. And I was also in my first year of doing a law degree. So the timing for me was like, right, you're done now. This feels like the time. I really want to focus on my degree. I've always loved education. Um, So that's when I kind of called it a day. It took me a long time to kind of recover from the surgery. It was quite like a year-long rehab process of being in a boot and all that stuff. And then I, I didn't find CrossFit until a few years later. So I've always gone to a generic gym, even after the yep. after the gym, just your local kind of go yourself and do what you're going to do. And then, so I don't, I can't remember what it was that appealed to me about CrossFit. I think I actually went to like a boot camp style class there first, just to get a yep. sweat on, have some structure. And I liked the look of throwing the barbell around. I won't lie. So yep. I got involved in CrossFit, and I did CrossFit for about a year. I did a few competitions, and it's a brilliant brilliant sport it's a lot of fun there's like a mixture of gymnastics weightlifting cardio strength it's i think anything goes in crossfit to be honest um but i were really drawn to the weightlifting side of crossfit like the olympic weightlifting and there was a my current coach was training at the local crossfit gym and he was coaching weightlifting classes and he asked me to give a competition to go which i did last march just before we got locked down Um, and it was just brilliant to like be back out on a stage and like doing another individual sport Um, and I just got such a buzz from it and I really enjoy the structure of weightlifting like the programming a lot of squats a lot of strength upper body work so yeah so I switched to weightlifting it was like the beginning of last year but I don't think I've had a fair run of it so so far I think I've been like a member of British weightlifting but I've spent eight months of the year locked in my house (laughs) psychologically or or how you train is it many differences linked to gymnastics or even from enjoyment enjoyment side or yeah skill set time what, what's the differences I think um I think if you look into weightlifting a lot of gymnasts do take to weightlifting um yeah. there's a massive mobility side of weightlifting that I don't think a lot of people realize you know you need really deep squat mobility you need really good shoulders wrist ankles and I've got gymnastics to thank for all of that. You know, like we do warm-ups at the beginning of the class, like my other half weightlifts as well. Yeah. And they'll go, right, take your shoes off and get into a bottom of the squat. And he's like, oh, God, I could really do with like my, my lifting shoes on to elevate my heels a bit because I ain't got the mobility. Yeah. Whereas I take all that for granted, really, because I kind of gained it in my gymnastics years. Um, and I think in terms of like the training, it's just kind of taking the discipline that I had in gymnastics to a different sport. Um, yeah, another individual sport, a bit like tumbling, that I think I really like because it's just me out there. Obviously, there's a team yeah. behind me that's helped me get there, liking tumbling with all the coaches and my teammates. Um, but I I always like the buzz of that that I'm training as hard as I can, and then I get to kind of showcase that. Yeah, what what would you say your aim is in weightlifting? Then, so um, have you got a certain goal or aspiration you want to do? It's a weird one because I feel like. <laughs> My coach will kill me for this, but I feel like I've started quite late, which I have yeah. compared to a lot of other people. I'm 28. I had a long career as a gymnast, um, but I have qualified for the British. So I think my aim is to try and keep this wrist healthy and perform the best that I can there and then maybe assess where I'm at from that point. Because I was actually quite shocked to even make a qualifying total for the British, considering I've not been doing yeah, it for that great. long. Um, so I think. In terms of next goals, it'll be to be on this program for the 11 weeks I think I've got until it's the end of June. Um, it's probably going to be virtual, so I might not get a chance to be on like an actual weightlifting platform in front of people, but at least yeah. it's another achievement I can, you know, aspire to. And then I'll maybe 
assess where I am from there, um, look for more competitions to enter and get some experience under my belt, really. I've trained yeah. for, well, I say I've trained for the year. I started it properly full-time a year ago, but I've only actually competed on a stage one, so I think I'd like to just get involved in as experience. many competitions as I can when, when we're allowed, of course, yeah. Would you? One of the words that we use quite a lot in at college is with the individuals who are, who are in sports is focus. So you obviously were very focused through gymnastics. Would you say your focus and your mindset is is same now than it was before when you were doing gymnastics? So linked to you like a certain routine, you like that you've got a training plan and you've got yeah. to stick to something specifically. Is that is that a major major yeah. thing for you when you're doing something? I think I like structure and I like knowing what I'm working towards um so like if you're working towards a competition you kind of know what your training plan is going to be like so I really like that yeah I think the only difference at the minute well the difference from my gymnastics days is I'm obviously older so I have slightly more responsibility now than I did back then so it can't be the only focus when I'm at the gym it's my only focus it's everything but I also work full-time and have other things going on yeah so as you do get older I think just like I had to find a balance back then I have to find the same balance now you know training priority to me and I'm hoping to do maybe two sessions a day as I get close to the British but work still comes first because I love my job and I've worked hard to be in a career and um things like that so I think as you grow older there are other things that crop in with that position I'm focused on work as well as focus on lifting um but when I am in the gym I feel like I'm there just to train and to work hard and to do what's asked of me uh, in the same way as I did as a gymnast yeah you keep saying that you're getting older. It makes us feel <laughs> a lot older as well, Sam, by you the way. You know, when you asked me how long I retired, I was like, oh, my God, it'll be 2022 next year, which means it'll be 10 years. <laughs> yeah, you're still, really you're still young. You're still young. I, ret- I retired at, like, nearly 19, which seems really young, but gymnasts are, like, ticking time bombs, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, that's it. And, obviously, you mentioned before a lot of injuries and how yeah. you maintain that I, and stay injury-free. And I get battered at weightlifting, so I don't know whether it is relieved. It'll maybe relieved for like three, four years, and then I start another sport. <laughs> yeah. Um, for any young athlete, maybe not just gymnast, but any yeah. athlete out there um, who train or the, the basically after something, an end goal or a focus, mm. what would your message be to them? I think the biggest thing for me was having a support system around me. I think you need people in your life that understand what your goals and aims are and that other things yeah. are going to take a back seat for that goal and aim and how important that is to you because to other people looking in if they don't do any sport can seem quite foreign um I think you're a different you're not a different person as a sports person or an athlete but you have a different drive and discipline sometimes that is quite foreign to other people that have been involved in the sport so I would say make sure that your family and your friends are there to support you and that your aims are important to you whether they're not important to your other friends it's something that you're passionate about um, yeah. I think that's helped me both in gymnastics and obviously now I've still got my other outcomes to weightlifting which makes life a lot easier and it's just yeah. nice to have people around you like-minded as well definitely and and the, the podcast mainly is aimed at individuals who are busy and yeah uh, all from, like the power of life so you you've spoke about um you're very busy at college school life you enjoyed it yeah. you enjoyed the gymnastics busy side yeah as as a routine and then you, you even said you were working, so I remember that you were doing bagger awards and things like that <laughs> with a young kids. gymnast. <laughs> yeah, but but you've almost continued this into your adult life as well. So you've got a career that you really liked and you worked hard for, and now yeah. you're doing weightlifting, which is again linked into the gymnast side of routine and 
something you've got a goal or a focus on as well. So what would you say your your yeah. link to all your background, everything you spoke out, your main achievement is obviously the world world is unbelievable um that you got that but is knocking away that what else is your yeah. main achievement would you say do you know I'm actually really proud of getting my uni degree despite all the training I'd done before that there were times when I was training yeah. so much I didn't even know whether I was going to get a levels um you yeah. know I was yeah. one of them that were probably predicted lower grades than what I got because of my attendance at times or I did miss a lot of school and when I do look back at that yeah. time, I'm I'm really proud of what I achieved in my education alongside being a, being a gymnast, being an athlete. Um, winning Worlds was excellent, but at the, at the same time, I also got my A-levels the next year, which allowed me to go to uni and do a law degree. Um, so I yeah. think I'm quite, I'm quite proud of being able to do both. Um, I think Definitely. it means that in the future, you can do both. You know, if I suddenly wanted to change in career, but I still wanted to weightlift, I know I can manage my time. Um, so yeah, I'm, I am quite proud of that, and I'm I was really proud of the London 2012 stuff because that were a lot of fun, and we did a lot of auditions oh, yeah, for that, so. and it was like a really nice prize that came from gymnastics. It was like the summer of a lifetime, and I was really lucky. So I'm definitely proud of those moments when we were in London as well. Yeah, definitely. I just want to quickly say thank you for for being on because I think students, especially, are going to listen to that. They're going to basically irrelevant. You've been to that that college and um you're now a wall of fame or a new college pontefract and obviously your life being so busy but i think they can really relate to that so thank you have you got any last messages that you'd say um to students who are now studying and wanting to go into sport full-time after like you did last message to them um i would say find what works for you what works for one person and what they're saying might be completely different for you um, there is always a balance to be found. You just got to find find your own way of doing it. And if you are at New College, they're a very supportive, brilliant college. So you're already winning anyway. Yeah. Well, again, thank you. I think that's the time up, but I think that's a great message to everyone. I'm sure that everyone will get a lot out of that. And thank you for your time Thanks again, for Sammy. having me. No, thank you for having no me. No problem. You take care. You as well. Take care. Bye. Bye. Bye bye.